Hello, everyone. This is the Courageous Creativity Show. I'm super excited. If you just saw what I saw, that was by the wonderful Janine Hammond, who has joined us today. That is her journey, and, and we're going to talk more about that as that goes along. Janine, I'm so excited that you have joined us today. Oh, gosh, life is great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. We've been looking forward to this, and I'm so glad that today is the day. Today <laughs> is the day. So what we've done on the Courageous Creativity Show here at this part of 2020-something, because you might be seeing this four years from now, so who knows. And so we have we start off every show with a prayer. So for those of who who are out there, we hope that you find and give us a little bit of grace as we do this. So let us all bow our heads. God, thank you for everything you've done for us and for us as you. We know your grace washes over us. We know that your plan is place. Please give us the guidance, oh Father, to be able to share the words through the Spirit, through your Son's paramount mandate that we love one another as he's loved us. Please allow every single person on this earth that is suffering and going through tribulation the moment that they can see your grace and your light. Allow our conversation here with Janine to inspire at least one human being to say, let me take a different path, or let me expand my path, or let me veer my path. God, we love you and what you've done for us and the brain and the spirit that you've given us. We pray for this all in the wonderful name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so good. <laughs> well, Janine, you guys got a little bit of tease of Janine uh, and what she's about. So I'm going to start right off. Janine, oh my gosh, instead of me having some long diatribe, I walk through your exact bio and all of that. I thought the video was better. <laughs> That's good. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you and really not were you but like what, what's driving your spirit these days yeah start those things off with us and that allow us to keep talking a little bit yeah. yeah thank you for that so again thank you for having me um i would say that um what inspires me and gives me the motivation to do what i do is i tell stories that inspire heal and transform i believe that there is nothing more powerful than your story and I feel as though, Winston, I'm on this mission to help people um, recognize the value of their stories, which means the value of their voice, the value of who they are, who they're created to be. And so a lot of that culminates through people seeing journey or and, and journey has become kind of this igniter. By the um, way, I, I don't mean the journey. I've seen it twice. <laughs> it is fantastic. <laughs> It's a lot of pressure, you know. Like, wait, make it some pressure. How many things have I seen twice in life? I haven't seen a lot of things twice in life. <laughs> it's a little different, you know, for each audience, right? Because I, I really like to move and just flow um, in, you know, what that audience is is pulling from me. So, but um, that's what I feel. I, I feel that there's a mission right now to really help people tell their stories. Uh, and you you understand this as well as um, as a writer and a playwright and then director and kind of all of that. You know, sometimes people, they, they have something to say. They just don't know how to say it or they have something to say and they've never they've never shared the story uh, before. And and maybe they didn't even realize that they wanted to share the story, but it's right. kind of what's been resonating even within them. And so. I was sharing with you, I had an opportunity in Pennsylvania. Uh, I was invited to um, the city of Williamsport, Greater Williamsport. And this was a nine month project where I was awarded an opportunity to come and to help the community tell their stories. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and it was a nine month, like literally. I think there's another reason to go see Journey is your beautiful voice in Journey. <laughs> so um, there might be some song drops on here too, right? Like it, it, singing is so, it, it comes easier for me sometimes than words. So, uh, but uh, it was just amazing that it, you know, it started with Journey, uh, which was an opportunity for them to see and experience the show. And then after that, there was an invitation for them to tell their own stories. 
And so it was a, a, a nine month masterclass basically where I mentored them, coached them, helped them pin, put pen uh, uh, to paper on what it is that was really in their hearts. Right. Uh, and then at the end, at the end of it, we enter our, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was several people, too, if I remember right. Several started. people. Now, of course, it started out with larger numbers, and it's a it's it's a process, right? We know this, Winston. I mean, you and I, you write from a very authentic space. I write from a very authentic space. So, if I'm writing something, I really believe that there's a divine orchestration to what I write. It's not just something that I decide to write. Right. Yeah. So these individuals really realize that. Wait a minute. I can't just write something that is not truly a reflection of me, that's not truly authentically me. And so that's a very scary thing. You know that as a writer. It's like, wait a minute, how much am I going to share? What I, am I going to share? I always tell the story that when I have a story that I'm writing and I feel emotional in the story at some point where either I cry or I mean, seriously cry, or if I laugh, those two things got to happen <laughs> for me to know that I've got some, even if it's funny just to me, but it just, those two things tells me that the story is on, on, the, on an emotional track that I can follow. Because I, I like to see stories like that, that, that are the people's story. Yeah. That's yeah. their story. It's not like some kind of arbitrary, you can, human beings are so perceptive. Like, so we can tell. You are, we can tell if it's not if it's not coming from a real place. It's like we can tell like why is this story here? Right. What's going on? Who's this story about? Is this supposed to be I mean, we are unbelievable perceptive. So people who write or create stories and think that, oh yeah, they'll figure it out and we'll trick the audience. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this thing that you did with these folks in Pennsylvania is so aligned to the vision of our organization here mm -hmm. at the Rise of Ties Charity. I've made a decision, and it was a bit controversial in my own head, is that all the stuff that we've done, not just with the charity, but just in my own life, I'm just going to give it all away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask for a nickel of things. You know, like, I, I, had, I have a business degree, so people are like, yeah. So my mom was like, yo, can I, how can I get $50 off of this? Or how much is this per hour or something like that? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm under this viewpoint that God has blessed me quite a bit these days. Mm. And so he's given me the power. And if I do this, which is my personal mandate, my X amount of year, I want to say my age, people can figure it out. They'll do your own math. <laughs> <laughs> if I share all of it, then whatever bounty I'm looking for that can help me sustain my life will come. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And the story you just shared about Pennsylvania, I think you're ahead of me on that path. I don't know. How, how did you find out about it? Did they find it? So you're, you're going to appreciate this because guess what? It's going to full circle back around to, to uh, ABTF. I am certain. Festival. So what happened was when I did Journey, there were ladies in the audience from Pennsylvania who was so inspired by seeing the show. We had interacted a little bit, but they didn't know that I was even a part of the uh um, you know, putting on journey. And so that was a surprise. And then when they saw the show, that was a surprise. And they said, you know, we stayed up all night because we just couldn't, we just, we were so inspired. And they just started dreaming about what's possible for their community. And so we ended up on the last day seeing one another. Wow. And, ha and getting into this conversation, it just flowed beyond us. How serendipitous is that? <laughs> Exactly. And so, and so then we ended up on Zoom calls and there was an opportunity of a, of a grant uh, that was going to be due within like less than three weeks. What? So, yeah. And so through, we had like two and a half, two conversations. I basically provided them with the framework of what um, to submit and it got accepted. And we- and so I've been flying back and forth from Pennsylvania to Georgia and, and facilitating the master classes virtually, but I would pop in like every quarter. And so the last time I popped in, of course, it was for tech week. So we had at Winston, we had six days of tech. So wow. show block the show, That's cool. all the, put all of the scripts together, all of the monologues together. 
Uh, it ended up being a beautiful 75 minute piece with a 15 minute intermission. And these ladies did a stellar job. And it was phenomenal. So it's called Journey the Anthem. So oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is so awesome. So now they have their stories. It's it's you know it's 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 in a show form. Uh, it's beautiful, and um, it's not it's not going to stop there. That is so wonderful. You know, <laughs> for those of you who see this, you'll see what I'm talking about here below. For those of you watching the video, however, Janine, my mind thinks about this in this way. You help those ladies put on a phenomenal show, mm -hmm. right? But there's tech involved. There's people who came to see the show and it's their lives that have been transformed putting on this show. Mm -hmm. It's like, back to this Rising Tides concept, is that what you've done is you impacted way more people than the ladies who are at the show. Yes. And, and, and when you think about this, I feel that there's a mission for the generations. And you know this because of what you're doing uh, with your organization, right? It's, this is about legacy. It's about legacy. And there's no reason. Every person has a divine calling and assignment and purpose. And some of those people can recognize it. And some of those people need to be inspired to see it. But what you're doing is a calling to say, you know what? There, there's life here. There's purpose here. And so where that person left off, you're taking that because it's still divine. It's still a divine purpose connected to it. And you're saying, okay, this is for the generations. You know what I'm saying? So you, the, spirit, the spirit is still here. Right. Physically here. Right. And I feel, and that's the same way I feel about whatever I've written or done, mm -hmm. is that it's not mine's. I'm just a steward of it. That's right. And look at look at what you're doing, right? To steward these stories. And this is why I feel it's so important. Um, and everything that we look at in culture, everything's everything that we experience started with a story. That's right. It started with a story. Uh, That's why I think we do best human beings, right? <laughs> that stories help us grow. Stories, absolutely. So uh, so yeah, so that community is revived. And people are touched and changed and they're still talking. And then there are people like, wait a minute, I want to tell my story. Then there are people like, wait a minute, I was in it, but I didn't continue. Hey, I'm sorry I missed it. Then there are people, everyone on every level, when I say standing ovation in a divine way, like literally, it was just glorious. It was glorious. So I wasn't um, there. And I feel like I was there. <laughs> I do. I do. Gonna see it. You're gonna see it. I. It's gonna full circle around. So at some point, you may run in. And I, I know you're going to run into these people that you help, but we may run into them. Other ones of us may run into them. Yeah. So, so what? What made you? Just talking about journey and your own creative path. What? What was the impetus for you? What is? What was it? Is, is it like your whole life, or is it something that made you say, "This is the moment I'm going to go down this way." Yeah, well, here's what's interesting. Um, I was, I, I like to say confronted because I, I never thought that I would be writing my story or sharing my story. And again, as an, as an actress, um, you know, you start out in the business and you're just acting. You don't usually think I'm going to become a writer or a playwright or a director and so forth. And so I was in a show at the time. What was I in? I was in Big River at the time. And that just seemed to be a moment where people were like, are you going to ever do a one woman show? And da, 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 da. And I'm like, I never crossed my mind. And it was just so pronounced, if you will, that I was like, God, are you asking me to do a one woman show? Yes. <laughs> and the next thing I know, the theater was like, well, we have this block of time for you to do your show. And I'm like, it's not even written. I don't even know what I would do. Da, da, da. So I just pulled stories that impacted me in my life. And just put it in one seamless production, put in a few songs, a few original songs as well. So what was the origin of the bag lady? I mean, I know why. I've seen the show multiple times. Oh my so gosh. So here, here's where you are. You've seen the version of, okay, the bag lady, again, was divinely inspired. I woke up one morning and got this monologue of, about this lady with these bags and 
And I was serving, uh, I love convalescence ministry and I love seniors and community. And it was like, okay, I want you to, okay, no, I have to go back. I have to go back so you can connect the dots. I did a show called The Tapestry Maker, which was a compilation of real stories. And I was a character that would weave through throughout those stories. I had the baggage and everything, but I never had the name and I didn't know what this character was. Oh. So, flat sheet forward, I ended up um, getting a, 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 a monologue specifically and I was reminded, go get those bags and use that for this piece, this bag lady piece. And I'm like, what is this? Who is she? What are we doing? And I was going to perform it for the for the uh, seniors. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't tell anybody what's going on. Now, flash forward for Atlanta Black Theater Festival. I had already done Journey as myself and I would oh. do different characters, but I didn't have the bag lady. Gotcha. And Atlanta Black Theater Festival, bag lady came together because bag lady told Janine's story. Ah, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> I'm you. It was going to end up that way. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, I didn't know that that would happen. So again, that's what, that's what happens when we just follow the lead, right? And we're just that's like, insane. That's insane. <laughs> hey, so you, you, everyone, you're hearing me talk about this because, you know, I absolutely love this. Janine, I wanted to chat with you about something that I saw recently that you're involved in. Okay. And I want to make sure I, I captured this correctly. Okay. And this is around the the dream dreamers village. Oh yeah. <laughs> and this is unbelievably exciting to me. And I wanted to get your know, sense as to what was the genesis of this and why have you what because I'm just loving so for, for those of you who don't see this, you'll see this in the show notes afterwards for those who follow us. Um, but it's just really amazing. So tell us a little bit about the dreamers village. Wow, that's yeah, so it's all about dreams and it's all about dream revivals. Um, and when I say that, I recognize that my, in my own journey, in my own story, I can remember being a young teenager about to graduate and I had no idea what I was gonna do. I didn't really know what I was good at. I had gone to the New Orleans, to Tonoka, the New Orleans Center for Creative Arts, but I just didn't have any direction. And I remember this deep um, impression that I got of, it's kind of, Morbid, but it was kill Janine's dreams, basically. And it was like, oh my God, how am I ever going to do anything coming out of the city, coming out of this inner city, coming out of where I grew up? Say that again. Kill Janine's so, I don't know, it's a morbid, but well, tell me a little. It was a, it was a poem called Kill Janine's Dreams. Got it. And in this poem, it was about killing all the Janiners, all the dreamers, all the... It was just this impression of you're never going to live a dream. You're never going to live a dream. So flashing forward, the Dreamer's Village really is an opportunity for people to dream with God, to build together, and then to serve. And so it is an opportunity for people to say, you know what? What was that dream? I believe, Winston, that we, you and I, and me personally, in my story, there were dreams that I had as a young child that I got as a young child that was the dream. But life happens, situations happen, and then you take a different path. You're like, oh, I can't do that because it's not going to make money. And we know as a creative, it's like, oh, you need to get a real job. Yeah. Right? So, so many people abandon the creative dream that's really in their hearts in order to do what, what, culture and society says is an acceptable um, profession. And so when I say dream revival, the Dreamers Village is an opportunity for people to say, you know what? I wanna get back to the dream that I had when I was a young person, when I was a child, the thing that I wanted to do, that I knew, I, I, that I knew was a part of my being, it was creative. And, and, and so it's an opportunity for people to not only get back to their creativity, but also, there's ways to monetize that. There's ways to also master your gifts and your talents, right? You know, well, because you have to- What was for you? What was one of those for you when you were young? When those mm, for me, it was really, uh, um, I, I started out acting. I started mm -hmm. out acting. Like that is the place where I found my voice. 
And it was in such a way that I I didn't even know that acting or singing was a, was a thing. <laughs> so I was the kid in the neighborhood, as you've heard in the show, singing, gathering the kids. Yes, that's, that seems very authentic. Yes. <laughs> right? There was a level of innocence in that. I didn't think that that was connected to something that I would do. But as God would have it, I got accepted into the theater school. And that gift was activated in me and then refined and developed. And so, um, and then it grew into playwriting and writing, right? Um, and so, um, so for me, it was really that I could be a storyteller. I could be an actress and I didn't have to necessarily follow the, the path of um, what culture says uh, because I, I wanted to do more meaningful work. And so a lot of the plays, you know how it is, right? Yeah. We're cattle, we're brought in to do the work. You know, we're kind of like the low, lowest of the totem pole. You do the work, you be quiet, you get paid. Then you go and find the next hustle, do the work, da 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 da, da. But I really didn't, that didn't fulfill me. I wanted to tell different kinds of stories and and I didn't want to just be a, um, how, do I, how do we say, typecast. I didn't want to be typecast. You do. You can only do this kind of role. And so for me, there was an entrepreneurial side to what I was doing to say, I have to create the part. If I want to work and do meaningful work, I'm going to have to create the roles. And that was very much inspired by my journey, my faith. You know, that's such a wonderful comment here. And for those of you, thank you, Petra, for your comments. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are out there, one of the things that stands out to me and this is just my, my, my own journey, Janine, is that we just have to do our own thing. We cannot wait Why? for people to go, hey, yeah, um, stick to your thing, and uh, man, if I like it, I'll do it. Exactly that one. No. Yeah. You'll be no. doing that forever. Forever. And, and when you live in this society that, wants to put everyone in boxes. Yes. If you, if, if God has given you a gift, I'm going, I feel a preach. If God, Keep going. If God Keep is going. giving you a gift, <laughs> right? It's between you and him. He will give you the creative ideas. He will give you the downloads. He will give you the strategy. That's right. Right. And, and he will make your way prosperous. He will do that because you're saying, okay, this is what God told me. This might not be what, Casting director said, this might not be what such and such says, but this is what God gave me. And so the Dreamers Village is just that. It's taking ownership of the dream that God has given you and saying, you know what? I don't know what to do, Janine, but here it is. Help me put it together. Help me get the strategy for it. Help me build it in a community where you can feel supported and not isolated. Yeah. Uh there's this, this one thing that I hear when you share this. When we're getting these gifts from God, these are seeds that are being planted inside of our spirit. Come on. And so what do we do with those seeds? Come on. <laughs> we let them sit, seeds sit there and rot? Come on. Or wait for somebody else to come and water the seeds inside of our own spirit? Come on. Come on, sir. Or do we just say, you know what, this is my seed that God gave me. Yes. I got lots of flowers. I got lots of plants to build. <laughs> to grow. Why don't I go ahead and water it? Sometimes what we're saying to people who are out there is not as easy. It's not easy. Mm -mm. Because you learn a lot about yourself. You say, what do I need to how to do this? I need to learn how to do that. I need to have to do this. You learn a lot about yourself. But God, that too is a gift. Yes, it is. And, and, and you know what, there's so much. So when I think about the word, um, when I think about the, the word acts, I think about authenticity, I think about compassion, and I think about truth. You know, truth leads us to transformation. And we're in an industry that, you know, it really glorifies masquerade. <laughs> right? Because you can tell stories that are truthful. You can tell stories that make money. You know what I'm saying? Not that the truthful stories cannot, but we are in an industry where it's about, oh, I want to escape from being me. I want to escape and I want to be someone else. Well, God says, you can be you and I can bless that. 
If you decide to embrace your uniqueness, your qualities, your voice, your mode of operation, and, and be in partnership with me, I can bless you in that. Yeah, this is, um, this is perception that, that we don't have the ability to do things that we really want to do. Ah, that one. You know, there's these boxes that people create for us, and they are totally wrong. And we step right in them, right? Because it's, it's what is a box? A box is a belief system, right? It's a belief, right? right? Uh, I have this whole acrostic, you said box. Uh, what was the O? The O is an opinion. Huh. <laughs> the O is an opinion. Yes. <laughs> and then the X really is an excuse. Oh. <laughs> Say it one more time for everyone. Well, the box is a belief system. It's something we've been programmed to believe about what we can and what we cannot do, right? And then the O is the opinion. Oh, you can't do that because you are dot, dot, dot. Got it. And then the X is E in front of the X, excuses, right? That we've learned to just accept. Well, I really can't do this because I don't have this, right? But when you, uh, when you invite yourself to allow yourself to really lead with faith and partner and be and take the leading role of your own story and your own journey. Yes. With the help of God who loves us all and has given us all a purpose, as you mentioned, a seed, there's a dream seed inside of each of us and no one else can, can water that. It's like being what our age and someone having to, um, make sure that we get dressed or feed us or, you know, all of those things. <laughs> yes. It's like, that's not, you know what I'm saying? So we have to take ownership of, of who we are. And God says, you know what? You are the seed and, and I will bless and prosper the seed. Uh, it will not return void, right? But what I put in the seed to do, if it's watered and tended to, it is going to bear a good fruit. Exactly right. There's an overwhelming reason why people put us in boxes sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's got nothing to do with it sometimes. Mm -hmm. So true. It's about their own particular fear of whatever's going on. So true. Uh, I sit in so many writers' groups with so many wonderful writers who are constantly look, looking for validation, not from audiences <laughs> or not from themselves, but from external environments. Correct. And it, to me, it's like they're taking that seed. What happens if you just keep a seat in a drawer? <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm going to leave <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of seeds in a drawer. What goes on with those things? They don't ever grow, ever. No. And, 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 and sometimes it, I think it breaks my heart a little bit because I see people sometimes that are even older than you and I, quite older, mm -hmm. who are still waiting for that moment. And they will kind of semi-admonish me and to some effect you. But saying, what do you mean you wrote, wrecked, produced, and put your own play? What are you talking about? Talking about who does that, right? <laughs> you can't do that. You mean you wrote the music for your own play? That one, yes. Why you can't be doing yeah. it? What do you mean? That's not right. What do you mean you 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 found you 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 got some people to help to be the stage manager? You didn't go to see. <laughs> There's all of these boxes, and 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 I. It, we live in such a beautiful time here, Janine. Oh, man. I agree with you. It's so I, wouldn't nice. to, I wouldn't want to live in 1955. No. No, we're here. And it's so much access. And, yes. and people have to see that, right? Because what people um, don't prosper or succeed because they don't have vision for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what you're doing, it gives people vision for something. What I'm doing, it gives people vision for something. You have to see it before you can really... Believe it. Now, there are visionaries who cast a vision and are catalysts, but most people have to see something before they can believe that they can do it. That's interesting. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm odd. <laughs> no, you're not odd. You're a visionary. Yes, you're, yes. You're more on the catalyst side of things. You're you are there to help give a vision. Because I see things like they're already here. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. 
and and there's 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 sometimes where it doesn't come out exactly how the initial vision was, mm -hmm. but that's okay because I learned something from it. For mm -hmm. those of you who are listening to our conversation here, what Janine and I are sharing is like just be you. Don't wait, do not wait another solitary second. If you want to write that story, if you want to go to that vacation somewhere, or you want to find the right person, whatever it is in your life, do not stop, do not let yourself get distracted. It's so super easy to get distracted these days. Mm -hmm. Stop and say, and this is what I, and I do, and maybe this is, this is part of my productivity channel, Janine is that things are important to me, but I can't do all of it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start with 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. My day is not good unless I read for 30 minutes. Mm. Like focus reading for 30 minutes. Mm. I got a whole lot to do in a day. 30 minutes is a lot of my 24 hours to me. <laughs> it's but it's important because I need to keep myself growing at the same time. That's good. So, so, so how do you, your dream is village. Tell us more. How does someone get involved with that? How does someone learn more about that? Yeah, thank you for asking. So I am coming to an open enrollment opportunity. And um, that would start with a phone call with me um, to ensure that the individual um, feels that it's the right fit for them. And so I'm sure that you have my access to my website. They can submit and say, hey, Janine, send me information about the Dreamers Village. We would set up, set up a call um, and um, have a conversation, 15-minute conversation. And um, then they would later uh, be invited. Um, if, if, if it's determined that, you know, this is a good fit for them. Um, I'm in a space where, you know, we talked about time and we talked about the importance of being um, intentional. This is how I'm summarizing this, right? It's important to be intentional. And everyone that's in the Dreamers Village have gone through this process and there are people who are willing to do the work. This is not, this is not observe mode. <laughs> yes. This is not, oh, I'm gonna try this and then I'm gonna just kind of scope it out a little. No, that's not what this is because everyone's time is valuable. Um, you can, um, yeah, if people are ready to do the work with support and with the village to help them do the work, every aspect, you say, okay, I want to be a speaker. Great. You're going to be supported. You say, I want to build a business. Great. You're going to be supported. Okay. Janine, I want to write a book. Great. You're going to be supported. Okay. I want to write programs and I want to do events. Great. You're going to be supported. Those are all of the things that are in the wheelhouse of what I feel called to uh, in supporting people. And so all of it is there. Um, and walking with, walking with individuals. Um, and right now I am, uh, I am enrolling women, uh, but there will be an opportunity where I'm also supporting men. I have worked with men as well. Uh, but right now, um, I am, um, seeking to enroll women initially. Uh, and then we're going to kind of open it up for the fellows that would be interested in that. So, yeah. That's so, that's, so, that's so phenomenal. Janine, usually at this part of the show, this is something that we've added to the Courageous Creativity Show. Yeah. There's a segment of the show where uh, I stop and anything that is on your mind that you wish to ask me, it could mm -hmm. be about me personally, about the organization, anything that's on your mind that you would like to know a little bit more about. Mm. Let's see. There's so many questions that we could ask, right? <laughs> let's see what I'm thinking about the listeners. Um, let's see. What do you do, Winston, for staying inspired? How do you continue to move in the mission? What are some one, two, three practical things that you can give to an individual to stay inspired? Because we all have those moments where we don't necessarily, right, feel like we're there. So what are three things that work for you in staying inspired and staying committed to the mission of what you feel called to? One thing that I do is that every day 
I call somebody that I haven't talked to in a while. I just call them. Whether they pick up or whether we talk for 10 minutes or two minutes, 30 seconds is not the point. Is I reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm just thinking about you. Mm. And I call them and say, hey, what's up with you? I don't ask them for anything like that. Hey, I'm not asking you for a thing. Is there something you need? Mm-hmm. And that that thing is that is part of my my daily life. It's it's a challenge because I know a lot of people. <laughs> so there's a lot there's a lot of people to call. But, but I, I love it. Uh, the other thing that I do is that I'm like I mentioned I'm very much into productivity tools. And in my productivity journal that I have every morning, at the beginning of it, it, it says, tell me about the day. It's like the summary of the day. What are my top three focuses of the day? Mm-hmm. And there's a link right inside of this, this, I use this tool called Notion, where it links right to the Bible for the verse of the day. Mm-hmm. And then below it asks, what's an image of the day? And I find an image that will inspire me for the day. So I upload an image about something. So I keep this script. So I look at that journal throughout the day and I say, well, what was the three things I was supposed to focus on? Sometimes the Bible verses are, you know, from the Bible app or the Bible website. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're more poignant than others, but sometimes I get surprised and I'm like, dang, this thing is right on time. Yeah. Um, so that that is that is thing number two. And number three is I do something creative every day. Mm-hmm. Well, whether it's having a video like this or on one of the other channels where I talk about something that's going on for either five minutes, 20 minutes, or I'm editing a video such as this, that's a creative thing to me. Mm-hmm. That's a, or I'll say, I'm going to write a story a little bit. I'm going to take this. If I'm writing a play, this is something systemic for, for those of you who want to write a story. Do not try to write the whole thing at once. If you're writing a novel of 70,000 words, break <laughs> it down as small as possible that what you can do in a day. Right. When I'm writing a play, and the play is say 75 pages or 90 pages, and I want to get it done by a period of time, I write it. I say, how much do I need to do per day? And sometimes it's only one page a day. When you start, though, does it really work that way? Probably not. As a creative, you don't really write one page, but at least you know because when I'm Ron says I got to write a whole novel. Right. Yeah. That's you're like, oh my goodness, like eating an elephant, right? That's right. My mind automatically rejects that. I can't write a novel within the next month. I right. can't do that. Yeah. But they can't. We can all do something. That's right. Little pieces per day. That's and so, so I always, I always think about people first. So that's why I started with that. People first. I love that. Can I repeat those? And sure. I wrote it as you know, serving and connecting with people. You know, we are we are wired to connect right? Together, right? We are, and so I love that. And then productivity journal, right? Having a focus, uh, which is really, really important, right? If you're going to live a dream or achieve a dream, you have to have a focus uh, on uh, tasks, you know, how you're going to continue to move towards that thing. And then three, which is so essential for creatives, you got to do something creative. You just can't, you know, not do something creative because that's your that's your spark. That's your fire. That's that's at the core of your being. And if you're not doing something creative, of course, you're going to not feel inspired. I think think people can tell, like when I've had a day where I have some creative things going on, first days where I have less than. I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, something happened. Right. <laughs> Even people in the other worlds that are working, oh, whoa, what's going on? Because creativity can find, it's a way to solve problems sometimes as well as a way to create great stories. Yeah. I like write stories about stuff that ain't got nothing to do with writing stories sometimes. Right. <laughs> just, just do. And, and That's awesome. So, Janine, thank you for that question. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it was thank a lot you for that. So good, so good. So... Yeah, I guess this comes as a as an encouragement to those who are watching and those who um, may watch later. We do want you to dream. That's right. We believe in what's possible for you. Uh, and um, remember, there is a divine blueprint that you are a part of. Gotcha. And um, being able to embrace that, seek that out and tap into that really makes all the difference uh, in the world because you're called to make a difference in the world. You're not just called to just exist. And so it's so much 
of what Winston is about and so much of what he's invited me to talk about today. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> Janine, I, I share the website with your yeah. listeners here. Those who are listening on video, it's janinehammond.com. Uh, tell us any other ways that people can connect with you. Yeah, well, you know what? Here, I have a podcast, um, and 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 look, I'll be I'll be straight up. Uh, I started the podcast. It's called Life Off Broadway. I do have to upload some other episodes just because I've been traveling and whatnot. I have no excuses, uh, but I do know that it is a stage. It's a virtual stage, and so to inspire people, and I plan on uploading some other episodes real soon. But right now, you can hear clips from Journey. Uh, you can hear some songs and some uh, get some inspirational nuggets. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then I'm on social media a little bit. Uh, I Janine Hetman Company. It's Facebook. And then I have my personal pages on Facebook and also um, Instagram. So that's, that's, that's yeah. video for the dreamer is on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. Yay. Yep. So. Those are ways you can connect. Um, I am looking forward to a new season of just engaging people more because people need to be inspired today. They need to be reminded about who they are and what they can achieve and the difference that they can make. And that's what people are hungry for, Winston. They're hungry for purpose. They're like, why am I here? What's going on? You know, everything's happening in the world and it seems to be happening for other people. But why not me? That was my inner conversation for a long time. You know, brains are re starting to become rewired a bit to not be about creating something bountiful in this life. Right. Starting to be more about just consuming because we need to consume. Like, I need to see a good movie. I like a good movie. I'll go, go to a good show. But just to watch it and not get anything from it, I have such a hard time. I said this one time with this friend of mine who was, who was, um, who was in hip-hop. I was like, if you create, create and consume, create and consume, and you create a cycle of dopeness. He's like, whoa, <laughs> because that's a good way to live. You know, it is. If I see a good movie or a good TV show, and then I go ahead and I'm inspired to write, I'm writing, and then it inspires me, oh, I need a break. That's, I feel so great that we're in that time that we can do this. Yes, it's so much beautiful. It's such a beautiful time. And those who are creative and who want to return to their creativity, it's just a great time to really just say, you know what? What can I do with this? There are no limits uh, to it if they just believe. So. One, one more time for the audience. What was the name of the podcast again? Podcast is Life Off Broadway. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's around the premise of you can take the lead in your own story. Do I? People often say Broadway, and I was in Broadway, a Broadway bound production, uh, a show that never made it. Uh, but what I enjoy about the process is I enjoy my story and I enjoy the detours and I enjoy what I learned from those detours. And so it spoke to me that do I, do I need to be on Broadway to live a uh, successful, prosperous, meaningful life? No. That may be part of my journey, but life off Broadway is is just as beautiful. <laughs> it's been so wonderful to have you. I am I am assuming that you will come back to Yeah, if you invite me, of course. <laughs> uh, for those of you who saw a scroll here earlier, uh, Kiana's voice is our signature event that we had in 2022, and it's returning in 2024, and it's going to be bigger than ever. And it's really around bringing creatives together, having a, we're going to have a fashion show, which is going to be phenomenal. We're going to have hopefully several designs. We've already had a few that wish to be part of that. I have one. I have one for you. That's, that's, that's going to be phenomenal. And we're going to make it a big thing. And we're going to celebrate not just the life of Kiana Janice Roche, who was my wonderful niece who tried this earth for, for so many years. Mm -hmm. But it's all really about us. In our creative spirit, when we had this in 2022, it was amazing. I get, I really get emotional sometimes when I think about it and about what we did. We had young people as young as eight there. Oh, I love that. Yes, we had people who were telling the stories about the books that they've written and about those that they've had that were creatives, but they lost them. 
It was a wonderful, wonderful event. And so this 2024, you got to be ready. And we're going to have this. We're going to have it all tickets going on sale January 1st. And it's not going to be until October. Because we're going to make sure that we're going to have this really, really everybody in the world know about it. And what we do with the money that you raise for Kiana's Voice is that it does not go to me. It does not even go to our organization. We take 100% of this and we'll be giving it back to young people. Love that. Giving them back to young people in the form of computers and technology, things that creators need when people are telling them, no, you can't do something. Love that. No, you got the technology, go do it. And so that is that what broke my heart, breaks my heart. But I know we can do it. And I know there's young people that are out there that want this. Absolutely. Jeannie, it's so phenomenal to have you. Everyone who's out there, please make sure that you go to Jeannie Hammond's website on JeannieHammond.com and all of the other places you can connect with her. This has been a wonderful, wonderful show. It's been great. Thank you so much for having me. And I know we'll talk about the nonprofits that I have as well, which is a creative academy and a university for young people. And there's little stuff that's going to be on the website. So yes, please. Ah. This, is, this is the thing that I've, I've always shared. And maybe this is a dream, dream, but it's going back to Winston's dreaming thing. So many wonderful nonprofits here, just in our, just in our city. Mm -hmm. I had this dream that we would have a, a festival, if you will, or mm -hmm. an event where all of these nonprofits would have either a booth yeah. or a space, and they would be able to talk about what they're doing and how they can inspire people. Not just one, not just two, not just three, mm. but having a whole day event around this. Yes. Yeah. This, this has been the, one of the biggest dreams of my life, and it's going to happen. It is going to happen. Going to happen, Janine. I know that our organizations can be part of this. Yes. I just, if you, this was inspired, but to, to me, for those of you, this definitely will tell my age a little bit. Is that years ago there was a sin call for sisters only here in Atlanta, okay. um, and where it was all of these people who were selling their clothes or their or their their businesses all came down to the Georgia World Congress Center and they just they got in these booths and they sold. Mm -hmm. I can't. Why can't we do the same thing for nonprofits? <laughs> Absolutely. The, hard, the hardest thing that we all know as nonprofits is is raising funds and getting engagement. Yeah. This is going to happen. This is this this is on my heart big time. And yeah. as always, every time I talk to you, I get like inspired um, to do something more than even what I'm doing. Like yeah. people are walking around today like, listen, why are you like skipping? That's right. <laughs> For those of you out there, dream big. Dream big. Uh, I know people have seen my plaque in the back, right? Oh, yes. Let's see. Bring it on up. It's backwards for English. So follow your dreams. dreams. Follow your dreams. They work. They know the way. They know the way. <laughs> I don't uh, like backwards, but yeah. I'm, that's not so good. I'm not so good at work reading backwards. <laughs> like that <should> be. <laughs> That's a cool plaque there. With all of your dreams, they know the way, right? So if we just trust the process and allow those dreams to lead us, um, especially when it's for the good of others, that's important to say, for the good of others and serving others, and, and you are also included within that, um, that's worth following, right? Yeah. For those of you out there, on a personal note, on December, you'll see a small ebook that I'll have out there. Just download it for free. It's called... Like get up, get going, and grow. Ooh, um, get up, get going, and grow. Get up, get going. Writing it down. Really, just really about us getting up in our lives and keeping going. I'm not talking about like 5 a.m. getting up. I'm just talking about getting up for our dreams. Yeah. Getting going small bits at a time. And at mm -hmm. the same time, knowing that we can grow about it. Um, yeah. and, and also, you'll see, for those of you out there, you'll see my Winston's audio version of a novel I've been writing for 20 years. Chapter one will be out on my website for you can. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And so it's, you're so brilliant. You're brilliant. Thank you so much. 
I was trying to figure out what it was, why I do all of these things. And people, yeah. you know, people lambast you. They go, hey, listen, you know, just focus on one thing. And it's like, I am focused on one thing. It's all the things I love. <laughs> That's the one thing. Be creative. That's so true. We're all fed by those different. Yeah. I found a word for it, and it was called a polymath. And that's someone who is totally immersed in various things, but they're not halfway in it. They're immersed in it. Come on. And, and, and I, I said, now that is a definition of not just me, but yourself, Janine, yes. and so many others. Instead of living in a box or finding out one box, I always say this, just make your box. Make your box. Just make and your own box. And then you crush it. And then you make a another right. one. <laughs> That's right. Make your own box. Invite some people in there. Say, hey, everybody, let's make some boxes inside of a box. Yeah. And if you make all them boxes, what do you have? You have a foundation. Mm -hmm. That was me being very off the cuff there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that's out there, the Creators Creativity Show has been around for three years. It's been listened to all over this planet. Please give us any feedback, any thoughts you have. If you're interested in joining the show, there is a form on our website, on the risingtidescharity.org website, or on my website, you know, .com, and just go ahead and plug it in and join and be part of it. We'd love to have you. Janine, phenomenal to have you on the show. Thank you for everyone that's out there. You all have a phenomenal time, and God will bless you and keep you. Yes, can we pray, Vincent, can we pray for them before they go? Mind yes, before, they, before we go. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you again for those who will listen and watch. And I pray, Father God, that your spirit, um, which is your love for people, will cause them to be ignited and cause them to feel a reviving and a refreshing. So bless them, oh God, with creativity, fresh downloads, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. That was dope. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Janine. We will talk to you. Take care. Okay, bye.